0: Hello everyone, um I'm excited to bring you a three part series that's all gonna be about personal branding. And I mean from the feedback of the the episode of, of just myself, it was positive. I had a number of people reach out and say it was really useful, they liked it. So I thought, right, what what could I do and talk about? Um, And I think right now with the talk I did recently and and the episode I released recently, personal branding um, makes sense. So what I'm going to do to set the scene is um, I'm going to produce and talk about uh, the topic of personal branding within recruitment uh, over the next three weeks now, what would be amazing would be, is um, I'm going to break it down in the, in the three episodes um, and really build out and talk about in depth um, from building on from my talk. So, if you could, if you're listening and you want to be really selfish and uh, find out or just ask questions that are really relevant to yourself. Uh, then please reach out on LinkedIn and send me your questions around personal branding. So then what I'll do is, on the third episode, I'll have all the questions and I will uh, answer um, as best I can to all of the questions I get. So, um, yeah, basically. So if you could, in a three-week period, of the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, send me your questions around personal branding on linkedin and on the third episode of this um little episode series um i will answer them all right cool so let, let's get let's get cracking let's dive into it and i'm going to uh, i've got a number of bullet points in front of me um talking uh, to to cover in episode 1 but just to set the scene it's uh, i'm recording this on the, on a sunday I'm going to release this on on a Wednesday um sat in my room on my own um in my London apartment um I can see the the Canary Wharf skyline which always always gets me excited if I'm honest coming from uh, Eastbourne where it was uh, totally different um but no I'm I'm excited uh, to share and and dive into this so the first bullet point I have is, I'm talking from uh, experience, and I'm just and I still have plenty to learn. However, what I mean by that is I'm I'm just sharing my opinion um, and perspective and ideas and thoughts through what what I've learned along the way and and what I've done. Um, for those that are listening, that maybe for the first time or whatever, very quickly, I worked in recruitment for two and a half years. My first year billings were fucking dreadful um, and I was really open-minded that second year, going into that second year as to, to how um, I can approach things differently uh, to try and increase my billings and I went down the route of, um, the which ended up being personal branding, creating content consistently, sharing my opinion, talking about um, industry-specific topics, etc. Um, and it really had an impact um, on my billings. So... I was the guy, I was the recruiter that posted every single week about my live jobs, didn't make one single placement uh, throughout my two and a half year career in recruitment through doing that, um, and I'm totally convinced that I could use LinkedIn, social media um, in a totally different way as a recruiter to help me um, build more and be more successful, uh, which it definitely did, so... um, all I'd say initially is as I said I'm, I'm talking from experience and I was that person that used to post about jobs all the time but I changed it and, and you can too. So why should you start? Why should you start creating content? Why should you start investing time into your own personal brand? Well all I'm going to say uh, is it it works period. So my second year billings were 120k, my first year billings were like 22, 23k and the only thing that changed was um, I was still doing all the sales activity but was was the content piece. It really did give me a competitive advantage when I was BDing, when I was um, getting referrals, candidates, did a lot. It, it had a real impact on my billings. However, just to add on to that, um, we're since joining Hoxo Media, an inbound marketing agency that exclusively works with the recruitment industry Um, investing time in my personal brand has helped me sign clients that uh, are worth six figures to the company so it it works it will have a direct impact on your sales Um, and that's what all recruiters should want right Um, how can you improve Um, on your billings what can you be doing differently um, etc so first and foremost it works and it will have a direct impact on your on your sales and your billings so to back that up with data besides just my opinion and and telling you it works um, what I wanted to to bring to life and and really just demonstrate the point um, I was reading this article which was actually um, from the recruiting Brain Food by Hung Lee. If you're not subscribed to that, check it out. Some really valuable uh, content that he shares with his subscribers each week. And it was about, um, I don't really get caught up in this, but it was about millennials versus Generation Z. So Generation Z are born between 1997 and 2010. Uh, Millennials are born between 1980 and 1996. So it's fair to say that Generation Z um, are gonna be making up, um, or starting to make up a real large p- uh, proportion of of the workforce right so there's uh, this piece of content the sources are all different forbes.com Huffington post etc um, but one thing that really stuck out to me was generation z fifty um, percent of them fifty percent of this uh, generation I don't actually know how many people they surveyed, but i'm I'm assuming this a lot, uh, but fifty percent of them um, are connected online for ten hours a day. ten hours a day they're connected online. that is crazy ten hours that's nearly that's nearly half the day spent on the online world doing whatever that is ninety eight percent of them own a smartphone. 70% of them watch more than 2 hours of YouTube each day. Some real serious facts here that really backs up that the people that you're going to have to continue to recruit and uh, grab the attention of as a recruiter is going to have to be online as well as blowing up their phone and their LinkedIn emails and all the normal methods because that's where they're hanging out. That is where their attention is. Like you are listening to this, your attention is in podcasting. It's in your phone. So that, that's what kept going through my head when I was in recruitment and, and it is now. What can I do to leverage today's tools which I use on a daily basis and I'm in that demographic that um, I'm trying to speak to as a recruiter. Um, how can I tap into that? What can I be doing? How can I get in front of the eyeballs of these people? So you need to be thinking about that too and that is why you should start because their attention is there, right? And um, the other thing which I'll come back to um, and I'm going to reference the 2019 Global Recruiting Survey from Social Talent um, who surveyed um, well over 1,600 Uh, people, 40% of them were in-house recruiters and 30, uh, just over 30% of them were agency recruiters. Um, So it's a real good number there and um, the question and the data that I want to bring to life to sort of round this point off why you should start is um, what's your primary source for finding candidates who are ultimately fired, uh, fired, (laughs) ultimately hired? So, um, in house recruiters answered 50% online professional networks. LinkedIn is going to be that predominantly. Um, don't know why I can pronounce that word. <laughs> and then agencies answered 54% um, professional networks. So, again, over half. Um, social media is 3.6% and 3% in in house huge opportunity. No one's doing it. No one's using it. No one is using social media. Obviously LinkedIn falls into professional networks, but even that, no one's using it in a way that um, is grabbing the attention of people besides talking about jobs. So that's really interesting, right? 50% for in-house recruiters and agencies predominantly use LinkedIn and professional networks, um, or that's where their successful placements came from. So Again, that that is why you should start because if you start doing things a bit differently on LinkedIn, just LinkedIn, the rewards could be huge because these people, um, even though it's 50%, more than likely, it's through posting jobs on there, it's through absolutely smashing the emails, it's through outbound, it's through complete proactiveness um, and there's other ways that you can communicate to these people on this platform but they're clearly there, right? Your your candidates you can place are clearly there, or at least your clients are. So let's let's um, hopefully I've convinced you to start. <laughs> um, what my next bullet point was: Who do you want to communicate to? This this is really important. So I've learned a lot more about this uh, since joining um, Hoxo Media, as it's a multi agency and. I've really had to understand the services that we provide. and um, Before any inbound marketing campaign we execute, um, it's the same process. In order for you to uh, get the most out of your content, in order for you to get the most out of your actions and and, um, from you sharing your opinions online, you have to understand who you're trying to communicate to and understand um, who you're trying to drive emotion with. So where that always starts is um, it's with a uh, something called a persona, um, which I've learned about since being at Hoxo. A persona is a semi-fictional representation of your ideal customer. So you make that up through um, research um, and existing data. Um, you'll, you will know your candidates and clients, right? You speak to them on a daily basis. Um, so... What I'd really recommend, and this, this doesn't take long, um, I'll put it in the show notes. There's a link um, I can share with you uh, called like, Build My Persona, which you can use. Um, but ultimately, what you just want to give a bit of thought to is, firstly, who do you want to communicate to? Um, do you want to communicate to your clients? Are you lacking a lot of jobs right now? Are you trying to uh, crack a new niche? Um, or is it passive candidates? Is it candidates in your market that you know that you can place? So um, once you've identified that, and it could be both, right? So if 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 you wanna do it and you're gonna do it, then do it for both. Do it for your clients, your ideal clients, and your ideal candidates. So what you wanna do, and I'll break it down, um, is you wanna uh, understand their demographics, right? Their age, um, their educational background, um, those types of things, their demographics, and then you want to really brainstorm and think about their their uh, motivations in life and their pain points. So, because if you understand your client's motivations in the professional uh, environment, and likewise candidates, and you understand their pain, you understand their challenges. Then once you've built all that out and you know what that looks like, then ultimately what you need to do then is create content that talks about either their motivations or their pain points or both, right? That's what's going to drive emotion with these people that you're trying to communicate to. And most importantly, it's going to resonate, right? It's a very noisy world out there in terms of content, so, many more people are starting to create content. So, how you're going to um, be effective and get the most out of creating content is by really understanding the people that you're trying to target. And that's where it's got to start with a persona. Now, it, it's not complicated. It can be a couple of bullet points. You can put demographics, you can put challenges, and you can put motivations. That's it. It could be as simple as that if you want it to be. But at least you've got something there. Um, so then when you are thinking of content ideas and those types of things, you can revert back to that. Or when you do create something, you can go back to it and go, right, is it hitting any of these points? Is it hitting any of these challenges or pain points, etc.? So before you start, I'd really recommend it, just just giving a bit of thought as to who do you want to communicate to? Who do you, ideally, who do you want your content um, to resonate with? And it's got to start with a persona and it's got to start with those things. So um. Who do you want to communicate to? Make sure you answer that question. My next bullet point is uh, what platform to start sharing content on? So I'm going to go back to the 2019 global recruiting survey here. I mean, look, if you're going to start anything, you want to start somewhere where you have the best opportunity and best chance to get a return because it's more than likely that you're going to have to give this a bit of time. You're going to have to give this a bit of effort. So... In order for you to maintain the motivation, in order for you to continue to be consistent in sharing content, um, you want to do it in a place where there's a real chance that you're going to get something back quick sooner rather than later. So my advice is LinkedIn. Now, if you're market, you will know your market better than me, but I'm I'm, I'm making an educated assumption here that the majority of you will use LinkedIn on a daily basis either to communicate to clients and win business or to try and uh, get hold of and grab the attention of candidates that you can place on your market. Now, if LinkedIn is not the platform for you, if it's Facebook, if it's Twitter, whatever, then start there. You will know where, you well, you should know where your market hangs out online. You you should have a good grasp of that. Um, If you don't, if you do not know this is actually that was that was my next bullet point which i'll go into actually i'll um yeah i'll go into that in a second but so so i'd say LinkedIn, okay don't worry about being everywhere don't think you have to start on instagram tomorrow a work one don't think you have, what just start on LinkedIn or just start on the platform which you're more than likely to get the best return for your efforts and according to this survey where well over nearly two thousand uh, recruitment professionals. Um, answer that question. What's your primary source for finding candidates who ultimately got hired? It was professional networks. So that would be my advice. Don't think you have to be everywhere. Okay, cool. And also, actually, just just a point on that. I think LinkedIn. There's a great opportunity to to like be the first person in your space to like use LinkedIn differently. I think that I've experienced that. If I'm honest, if you think about to be fair, not not a lot of you will be connected to your competitors, but I'm, I'm, I connect to recruiters, right? That's my audience. They're the people I want to communicate to. And I, there's still so many people not creating content for LinkedIn that isn't jobs. So I think there's a real opportunity this year now to do something different on LinkedIn and really reap the rewards of being the first person to do that in your market, Because not many people have the courage. Not many people have the balls or have the courage to to start sharing their opinion online because it it is a bit weird, especially on LinkedIn. It's it's a professional network, Um, but it works. So um, yeah, that's that's what I just wanted to add there. So um, do some research before you start. As I said, and I did this, you, as recruiters, you're speaking to the people you want to communicate to every single day. Your existing clients, your existing candidates, you are speaking to them every single day. Make the most of that. So if you're going to start creating content and you're going to start approaching using LinkedIn and a different platform in a different way, start asking questions like, oh, by the way, Mr. Candidate, or by the way, Mrs. Client, just just out of interest, like, where do you spend the most time on your phone? If I was to look at your phone right now, what, what apps would you have on your home screen? What apps do you spend the most time on? Start gathering that information. And what that's going to enable you to do is to go, you know what? I've asked 10, 15, 20 people in my market and they've all said they spend loads of time on LinkedIn or they spend loads of time on Twitter, whatever it is. And you, that's going to enable you to make a really good, educated guess as to where you should start putting your efforts uh, for this personal branding piece. So do the research um, and feel free to, to start searching online about your sector and where people read their news. Like just start asking that question. Like where, where do you get your news about your industry? The people, that you're, the people that you want to communicate to, you're going to be on the phone to. So make the most out of that. And likewise, to help with the persona, right? you'll get it anyway because you understand your market that's the great thing about recruiters you're 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 the middle person but if you don't already start asking them about their their challenges um not in just the professional world but in life what are they worried about are they worried about brexit and in their sector are they worried about work-life balance are they worried about um gender and equality and diversity start asking those questions and start gathering that information because that's going to equip you with some really valuable data and info to then leverage as a recruiter to become a, an expert and understand your understand your sector and un, and understand the people that you're dealing with. And um, yeah, so do your research. My next, oh God, I always get a proper dry mouth when I'm uh, just talking. I had this really bad when I did this talk and I was put up with it, but I got some water luckily. So two secs, perfect. So have a plan is my second to last bullet point. So like anything, right? When you uh, you have a strategy for your business development, you have a lead list, you have a prospect list, you have a bit of a plan, you have a bit of a plan around the structure of your day, everything, right? It's the same with, with the personal branding piece. You need to have a bit of a plan. Now, that could be as basic as I'm going to post once a week or I'm going to post twice a week and this is these are the posts. And planning can also be uh, planning in advance, so planning your content in advance. I'd really recommend that. So if you can, bulk create content. Um, I do it on the weekends. Uh, I I do the content over the weekend uh, for a week or two weeks in advance and I don't have to worry about it. Um, So have a clear plan as to what you're going to be posting about, how often you're going to be posting about and look, if you're just starting, then just start with once a week. That's okay. The most important thing is you start. Obviously, you're going to want to ramp that up uh, to ideally, if I'm honest, once a day you want to be posting but you need to start first, so have a plan. So right, month one, I'm gonna post once a day, and these are these are my posts, right? You can do that in advance, that's just four posts. If that's a video, if that's written, that should also be part of the plan. Is it gonna be one video a week, and then is it gonna be one written Status next week, or is it going to be a blog? So have a clear plan as to um, what you're going to be talking about um, and how often you're going to be uh, talking about it. And to add on to that as well, just to make your life easier, you might want to look at some scheduling tools. There's some f- uh, free ones out there for if you're just starting, doing once a week. There'll be like I use um, Buffer. Um, it's really easy. Even if you wanted to to buy it, I had it when I was in recruitment. It doesn't cost much at all, and you recruit is a lot of money, so <laughs> it won't cost you much. But have a clear plan, like you would with anything else. The last, um, the last bullet point for episode one is um, how how you can start, and what should you start with. So, I went through my own old LinkedIn posts uh, for this talk at the Recruitment Agency Expo, and it was really clear um, the, the sort of journey I went on. So, I started. Um, by talking about jobs <laughs> that's definitely where I started but um I started um being a bit cheesy if I'm honest I started talking about like if you hate Mondays talk to me and then how that progressed was I simply started to document like what I was doing as a recruitment consultant so I would start there if I'm honest so right now if you're a recruitment consultant um and you're not getting involved with with your industry, if that's attending networking events, if that's trying to learn, go to uh, learning seminars for your industry, whatever it may be, um, start with things like that, and if if that isn't an option, then just start with talking about what you're doing, maybe like the time you're spending, um, trying to find the right people for your client, whatever it may be, just start documenting what you're doing as a consultant. And I look, I'm sure all of you say this to your clients, but a lot of the time recruiters don't get paid for what they're doing. (laughs) You get paid for finding the right person. Well, you get paid once that person is in front of the business and they've offered them a job, right? So the searching, the hard work, the meeting candidates, they're going out of the office, the networking, everything, technically you're not getting paid for it, right? You're getting paid for the end result. So start documenting and talking about what you're doing as a consultant. That would be the easiest way to start. And that can be really simple by just sharing a status about that you're working on this job right now and you've dedicated five hours to searching but you're gonna continue doing it, you've had some really good conversations, etc. whatever it may be. What really helped for me and worked was I just started to, to take pictures at things that normally I wouldn't. So in the post that I shared in the uh, expo, it was like pictures of me in the uh, Lawyers of uh, London Insurance Market doing a tour. Uh, because it was a networking opportunity and I went and I took a picture while I was there. The other picture was uh, me and my colleagues at a football tournament that we got involved with and sponsored because it was an insurance tournament and that's what um, we um, recruited in. And then I started taking pictures uh, with placed candidates. Now, I know you can't always do that, but again, if you're meeting a client, um, again, I know you can't always do that as well because you're scared of your competitors taking them, but whenever you can, Take a picture of something that you can talk about online or at least document that you're doing um, and start there. That would be my advice. Now, so I'm hoping that's answered how you can start and what you should start with. I think. Start what I'm trying to say is like start with the easiest things. So, start with things that you're currently already doing, but not everyone knows about it. <laughs> Just the people know about it in your office, or the people know about it in your four walls, or the people know about it through the phone conversations, the meetings, etc. Um, start letting everyone know about it online and start reaching thousands of people. That is what you want to do. Don't limit. Um, don't limit it to the one-on-one conversations, and the meetings, right? So I'm hoping that answered that and I'm hoping um, you all enjoyed that first episode. Um, as I said, I'd really appreciate two things. One, if you gave me feedback on this, if, you're, if you've enjoyed it, please just ping me a message on LinkedIn and let me know um, just so I know that this is actually something that everyone is getting some sort of value out of and um, appreciates, etc please do let me know your feedback. And secondly, um, as I said, in the third episode, um, I won't do three episodes if I get loads of messages saying, Nahisham, shut up. We we don't like listening to you for 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, But um, the second thing uh, would be to um, send me your questions on this topic. Send me really specific questions about you or just questions that you want to ask about this personal branding piece because, As I said, it can. it's going to be in the the next episode to talk more about this, but in your four walls right now, there might be people not even thinking this is an option and and quite frankly, don't think it works. So if I can help in any way by answering questions that you don't think anyone can answer in your four walls, then send them to me on LinkedIn, send me messages, and I will um, put a list together with all the questions and I will answer them on the third episode. So, that's enough from me. The usual asks: um, if you haven't already, um, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode. And look, if you are enjoying the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you had if you uh, took the time to leave a review and let me know what you thought. Um, but look, this is the first of three episodes on the personal branding mini series. I hope you enjoyed it and. Uh, you will be hearing from me very soon.